Hello, lovely people. Welcome to the Distinct and Jovial podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-founder, Jerry. Greetings. You ready for this one, Jerry? I am. I, I'm so looking forward to this, and the listeners and viewers, or both, <laughs> I suppose there's one. It's listeners and viewers. That'll be one category, <laughs> and then just listeners, which would be the second category. Yeah, I I think there's a there's a really funny trailer that I've listened to the other day where they did a live show podcast, right? Okay. Uh, which we'd have to get to like a, a, they've got like millions of subscribers, so they could fill out Leicester Square Hall. Um, but um, in the trailer, he goes, "We're gonna be in your eye holes and your ear holes," <laughs> and and you can hear at the end <laughs> the other co-founder is laughing about it. And goes that's definitely staying in. It's the <laughs> like they put the outtakes into the trailer because that was that was the things. Um, and I suppose yes, like listeners, viewers, the general public, lovely people, whatever you wish to call them, whatever you wish to define yourself as. Well, <laughs> not for us to say, is it, Jerry? It isn't. And at the risk of sounding a bit crass, and I don't mean it like this, but I think people will be pleased to know we'll only be entering. One of two holes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> or four. That is very true. Anyway. Dude, <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll do that. Uh, right, so it is the 22nd of April. It is that's 20 past one in the afternoon. So we, we've, we've changed our timings a little bit. Uh, this is episode 23, Jerry. This is epic. This is episode. We've done twenty four episodes, but this is officially episode twenty three because we've done a bonus podcast. I keep forgetting about that bonus. You keep reminding me about the bonus. I forget. We did. It was the topical one. We did the Will Smith. We did. Yes, we did. Um, And we also did. What was the other one? Oh, it was around Foo Fighters as well. Um, I've written a lot more notes this time for my intro, which which the like you, the listener, or the viewer, whatever you wish to refer to yourself, subscribe. Please, please, please subscribe. It sounds really weird that I'm now asking people to do it, but it gets promoted to all your friends. And most of the people that listen to this are our friends. So it gets promoted to a wider circle of our friends. Uh, And we are loving the comments and the feedback that I get from everybody, even if that's sometimes in work and we don't know the other person that well, (laughs) as, as Jerry can attest to. Yeah. It happened the other day. I came across a super fan who, I, and I had no idea he's a super fan, and I don't really know him. But he seems to know me very well, obviously, because he's listened to all the podcasts. Love it. Yes. Um, so yes, and for those that are, uh, if you can rate us on Spotify or any of the listening platforms, five star reviews. If you do a good enough five star review, I may even read it out in the next podcast. Woo-hoo. Ooh, give you a shout out on the podcast. We'll read it out. Nice. We'll read out a five star review. And maybe we might be able to grow our audience a little bit because we've got, I mean, I've got ideas until we've worked it out. We've now got podcasts planned until January. Haven't we, we have. Jerry? <laughs> um, so we're not going to run out of ideas, but we also want audience input. And that's a lot of the stuff that's on here today has come from audience input. Uh, and the last thing I'm going to say, which I will explain uh before uh, to jerry but it means that everyone else is going to do that i lost the game and that is going to annoy a lot of people <laughs> you're going to expand on and that jerry will have no idea i haven't got a yes. scooby so 
you can go up to any, pretty much anybody born between about 1988 and 1996, I'd say. Kind of older millennials, those of us that are just entering our 30s. Uh, bad back included. And say to them, I lost the game. And they will have lost the game. So the idea behind the game is you're not allowed to think of the game. And as soon as you think of the game, you have lost the game and you have to announce to everybody else that you have lost the game. Or if you're distributed, it tends to go into a, a text message, which means that they have then thought of the game and therefore lost the game. And the idea is not to think of the game so you don't lose the game. And generally, when somebody finds out and knows about the game, they are then part of the uh, the society that plays the game and is able to lose the game. Good Lord, are you all right, Dom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, are you on anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, you met me before, uh, normally. <laughs> You're right there, dear. <laughs> <laughs> having a funny moment honestly I'm going to be great as an old adventure <laughs> I literally have no idea what you're on about so I'm just going to nod and go yeah cool just yeah. nodding yes trust me there are people that are currently raging at me now, right now and it's brilliant, brilliant. and I'm going to get so many texts <laughs> and messages from people when they listen to this podcast going damn it I lost the game but it's going to be so good because you're not supposed to think of the game I did read that in the notes and thought what the fringe? I knew you were going to explain it. I thought if you don't mention it, yeah. that's going to be the elephant in the room. I'm going to have to bring it up because <laughs> it was bugging me. I thought, what is he on about? Well, clearly, you're going to set context, which you have. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm none the wiser. And I still don't I still have no idea what the hell you're on about. <laughs> it's uh, it'll be your homework for the next one, Jerry. You have to set homework. Okay. <laughs> to I my will... fellow co-founder. I really hate homework. <laughs> Research. <laughs> But that's fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I prefer homework to exams. Oh, I don't did I prefer exams or did I prefer um essays? When I homework? say prefer, again that's like the difference between I, having your feet yeah. burnt or your fingernails torn out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it's it's the finding the best of a bad situation. Yeah. I think I preferred, the thing is, right, I think exams, and I'm going to go on for tangent here, which we often do no, on this really. podcast. We, we never do that. The thing I hated about exams is that it tests you on your ability to remember stuff, yeah. rather than your, ability, your actual understanding of something. And I have a very good short-term memory and an absolutely terrible long-term memory. So if you ask me what happened in September, I'm going to be like, I haven't got Scooby-Doo. Right? What happened in 1994? Not a Scooby. 2005. No idea. But generally, I'm like specific things like numbers and bits and pieces, like small tits, bits like that. I'm very, very good. Which is why I was very much a crammer when it came to yeah, exams. Lastminute.com. Like, just cram it all in. Which meant that I did reasonably well at school, but it gives you absolutely zero skills for life. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and it begs the question. But a lot of people are like that as well. My short-term memory is a lot better than my long-term memory, so I used to cram as well. You then get through the exam, you come out the other side of it, and, and literally a month later you're thinking, 
I mean, about a month after I left school, I didn't remember anything I'd learned from the age of six to 18. No. It li- it just no. disappeared out of my head. It all seeped out of my head. I don't know about seeped out. I think mine just like... <laughs> well, um, yeah, seep is probably <laughs> the wrong word. Yeah. But it did. It just, it just all fell out of my head. I don't remember anything. Whereas essays, for example, I think did teach you reasonable life skills so to speak because a lot of our job revolves around applying knowledge shall we say so you can go and google knowledge like whatever you need and then apply it to the situation that's at hand it doesn't always work when you're a people manager because people are weird but in terms of like tech i don't have a good memory so you know for those that don't know i'm I'm an engineer a software developer but I don't. I still have to Google how to set up an HTML document because I can never remember it. But I don't need to remember it because I can just go and Google it, and and then I've got enough knowledge to apply the answer to the to the page that I need, you know. And it's the same with anything. Like you, you end up with applying knowledge, and that's the bit that's really beneficial. It's the same with understanding people because everybody's different, you can have all these theories and stuff, but sometimes I need to go and research the theory and then apply it to, to the person that I'm doing. Uh, that I'm, that I'm doing, phrasing, the person that I'm talking to. <laughs> Apologies. Whoa. I might cut that bit out because that was Whoa. so bad. I might cut that bit no, out. No, you can't cut that out. That's got to go into outtakes. <laughs> We're just going to make podcast. But the, 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 the <clears> point <throat> there is that like you had to do that for an essay. You had to research and and, and go on with an essay. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, I've gone completely I'm on sorry. challenge, and I've completely, I've completely sh- <laughs> put my foot in it, haven't it's I? It's fine. It's absolutely fine. That's both based on the conversation we had before well, the podcast. Maybe there's a reason why I'm single. <laughs> I was going to say something else. Um, do you know what? Sorry, I'm just going to say it. All the exams taught me was how, where my outer limits were for, how quickly. I could write and how much I could write in a limited period of time and how mm. much I could deal with hand cramp. <laughs> Whereas now, for example, <laughs> if I have to write something down in my, in my notebook, for example, if I'm on a work call and I'm making notes after about mm. three lines, my, my hand seizes up. <laughs> no, it's I'm crazy, saying, isn't it? I can't write it's anymore. Mental. Somebody asked for my signature the other day. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what autograph or signature? You know my actual signature on a on a document. Autograph needed to put. A... Has it started? Not my has it started now? <laughs> no, is no, this the tipping started? point, Dom? Don't don't because the person that the person that uh, that knows you very well that you don't know well complained after um, when I was in uh, the office where you're based complained because you came over and said hello and then somebody else came over and said hello and then a third person. <laughs> came over, said hello, and gave me a hug. And then while I was in the queue with him for uh, tea and coffee, um, Mary Poppins came over and said hello. And he just went, for God's sake, does everybody in this damn building know you? They do. (laughs) Next time, you know what I'm going to do? That person, Mm. next time you're Mm. both in the office, I'm going to come over, hand you a Sharpie, (laughs) and ask you to to autograph my leg. I was going to say you can autograph your chest. I thought, no. <laughs> well, no, just leg. But I'll make sure I shave. 
<laughs> like a little tri- a rectangle, yeah. <laughs> get rid of that bit of hair already. Then I'm going to get it tattooed. What's your wife going to say? Doesn't matter. Tattoos are a very personal thing. But when it but on the handwriting thing, is your signature always consistent? Because mine, I'm pretty sure, is different every time I it's do it. It's pretty similar. When I first started... I mean, similar, yeah. yes. I, when I first started... You know, when I first started having to be an adult, and that meant me having to actually sign things <laughs> like uh, checks. This is going to divide the call. <laughs> but checks... Oh, there you checks, go. Yeah. Um, Just. <laughs> yeah. It's... <laughs> it was difficult because you, you try, but I think it also it it depends on what how much space you've got to sign as well. So when you get true, right, yeah. so when you get a credit card or a, or a debit card and you have to sign it, mm. it's no thicker than a strand of spaghetti. That little area that you have to no, sign, it's, it's really small. So yeah. how you spe- and mine has a yeah, mine's mine's very much like right. This. So how are you supposed to sign a card? So it doesn't quite look the same on a card. I have to just squish it down. The, the worst one is passports. Yes. When you used to sign for passports, because your signature had to go in the yeah. box. It couldn't leak. Leak. <laughs> what was the word that you used earlier? Um, was it leak? No, it was... Seep. Seep. Yeah, whatever. But it couldn't go outside the lines yeah. at all. Oh, colouring. <laughs> and that meant that... Like for me, I literally had to do that. That it really small, so I could do yeah. the the swirls in my in my surname properly. And then it just doesn't quite look the same. Yeah, no, it doesn't quite look the same. And then they get you know, it's the same way when I first got a beard. That or when I switched, I knew I had to get a new passport. And the passport <laughs> officer took my passport, looked at it, looked at me, looked back at it, and it went. <laughs> and I went, oh, I need to get a new passport, really. I don't quite look as look as good as my current passport does. Can you know. imagine if you had to squish your face to fit a box for your passport photo? <laughs> you just, just have to be like, oh, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they say you're not allowed to... Yeah, you can't. <laughs> allowed to smile. Yeah, you're right. So you'd have to be like the screen movie, uh, the screen yes. painting. <laughs> Is it Edvard Munch? I can't I remember. It's Edvard Munch. So actually, that's a really good tangent onto like my other beef just in general. So I've discovered something about myself and uh, somebody, I was talking to um, one of my uh, guardian angels at work about this. So I don't do any training, right? Because I can't. I can't retain that okay. knowledge. I may research what I need for that immediate moment. So if somebody said, right, so for example, there's a new JavaScript library out. Let's, I don't know. Oh, I know, I know the example. one. I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah, you know the one. <clears throat> you should do. It's the one. <clears throat> yeah, no, I know, I know the one. Um, <laughs> You're going to have to bleep that out. I've just said the company. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let me yes. That time. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Oh no! No, you did no. it! It's one all. It's one all. It's been one nil for so long now. It's one all. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm gonna have to properly listen to this podcast now. I'm really cut out some bits. I'm cutting out that other bit. That I said really? <laughs> well, you're gonna cut it or bleep it? I might. Bl- no, I'm gonna. I don't know. <laughs> I'll decide when I listen to it. I mean, back. we started with the whole with the whole. With the holes. 
Yeah. I don't know if we're going to have to bleep yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. We've got way <laughs> off tangent here. But because I because I Google what I need at that specific time, like I won't go be like, somebody might go do some training in like Next.js and I'll be like, okay. But I don't want to because I won't retain the knowledge. So I go and research specifically and it's, it's I've discovered it's why I'm completely useless at quizzes. Because I just have no random knowledge. I don't go and research facts or find things out. <laughs> and I don't retain any of the previous knowledge. You say that. You say that. There was one, one of the quizzes that we did, and you said, and the dingbats came up, and you went, oh, we've done this before. Dingbats is different. We've done this before. And I thought, what? Yeah. After that quiz, yeah. I went back. Yeah, and I nailed that yeah. one. I went back. That was like 14 months ago, that dingbats yeah. was in. But you no, remember was... it. I was... Yeah, that's where my short-term memory is good. But dingbats are okay because you can't... They're not knowledge. You've just got to kind of look at it a little bit. No, 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 but it was a repeat. Literal. No, no, but it was a repeat. Oh, yeah. you mean the repeat Yeah, one? yeah, you oh, spotted yes, it. You said, oh, you we've, we've had this dingbats before. And I thought, oh, okay. the fringe. And I, and I literally went mm. painstakingly went back to each one. And just like, okay, there's not that and one. that was when we were doing weekly ones as well. Yeah, we did <laughs> weekly ones. Yeah, it was like... We were doing a lot of dingbats. We were doing bats. a lot of dingbats. And that was like from 14 months before. I don't know how you did that. Mm. I was, I was, I was yeah. properly impressed. I, if you want to call out, like, that's a that's a weird tap. Like, I'll pick random information. Like, I'm really good at remembering numbers, for example. Okay, phone um, numbers. Which, not phone numbers, like, really weird numbers. Like, I remember a lot of, like, the... the 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 codes that we use within work. Okay. I'm truly trying. Yeah. To, I'm really conscious of it because I've said it now. Um, it's too late. It's one all. Like I know. It's one, it's one all. <laughs> I'm not going to live that down. You're not. You are not. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We've oh, got I'm a done. bleep. I've got a couple now. But I like I remember all of those numbers and it 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 and some people have been working. There are some people that have been working in the company longer than me. Uh, and I'm the only <laughs> person that remembers all the numbers. And everyone will be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's this one. Let me go find it. Oh, no, that's the code for the, it's this, it's that, it's this. And that's, that's apparently weird, weird. But it is. But it, it's when it comes to the quizzes, I don't just retain random No, knowledge. that's fair enough. And I assume that's why you, you're the quiz master. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one, I don't retain any knowledge. Two, my level of general knowledge is terrible. Three, I'm just rubbish. And with any kind of a quiz, it's, for me, it's like a test. So then my anxiety levels automatically, even if it's enjoyable, which it is, I just, my anxiety yeah. levels go up. And then I think, oh, God, this is like an enjoyable test. I don't like it. And then I have, feel the pressure. <laughs> then I can't remember anything. You know, even obvious questions. Um, you know, yeah. things that you could answer. If somebody was just to ask you off the cuff, you'd go, oh, yeah, that's so-and-so. But then in a quiz situation, it's like, oh, I don't know. My mind's gone blank. And then you start beating yourself up. Then you feel inadequate. It feeds into that spiral of anxiety, <laughs> hopelessness, helplessness. We, go we deep are going here. deep. Although you do the songs. Yeah. Because you don't know the answers when those songs come up. I do. do. Yeah. Oh, do you? Okay. That's yeah, I do. a bit different. Oh, I didn't I didn't think you did. I thought you were you were guessing some of them. No, no. I suppose that's why you say, Oh, this next one's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Or I really don't like this one. I don't know why this is popular or yeah, that's a great <laughs> cover or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to write down now, like the bleep. Tom's going to have to bleep. Tom's going to have to bleep.
Uh-huh. Well, no, I'm going to send you timings uh-huh. once you send me the file. Well, this is true, yes. So but, I'll listen uh, out for that. I will, but I, normally I ed, I'll, I'll edit the file before I've sent it to you, so I would have probably put the bleeps in. I've done it. I've had to do a bleep for a little while. That's fine. I suppose the last thing that we should have said on this, like, oh, introduction yes. Good Lord. always goes what? on is, by the way, the views are yeah. around. <laughs> they don't represent the company, which I've just mentioned, even though we said that we never would. Tom, Tom, Tom. <laughs> Jerry did it first. This, this That's is amateur hour. It's amateur hour. <laughs> this is. Yeah. What's wrong with us? Oh, dear. My God. It's 22 minutes, 51 <laughs> seconds. We just finished the intro. <laughs> Like to be to be fair, we did have like three minutes before we started. Oh well, that makes so. it all right then. So it's we're back on twenty minutes. minutes. There you go. <laughs> twenty minute intro. You. This is what these folks come for for uh, for the distinct and jovial podcast. This is what we offer: complete and utter chaos. Love it. <laughs> right, food of the month. Now, food of the month for this one, Jerry, is kind of linked to last time. Right, and I've already sent you one of the memes. You have. <laughs> We've discussed that this week. We have. But it comes from a, a friend who I actually didn't realize was a massive, massive fan. Fan is probably a strong term, but listens to the podcast <laughs> well, and sends me abuse on, on I would I would classify that person as a fan, right? If they're going to the trouble of yeah. sending you abuse and they've listened to every episode, they're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. They are also the one that's going to probably be the most annoyed when I told them that they lost the game. So that makes me a little bit happier. Um, but um, so she came up, she was listening to the podcast and there are two things that she said. The first is the question that I've put on, which we'll, we'll address straight away. And the second thing is an opinion that she's very wrong on. Okay. <laughs> so the first thing, best bread for sandwiches. I.e. And what like multi-grain white brown well this is the thing so we were we were discussing this it's it's things like um and i know uh we've discussed subway before because it's a pointless restaurant but do <laughs> you have you know <laughs> yeah definitely thanks you kenny do you have italian herb and cheese yes do you have if that's my like go-to plain, no that's my go-to multi-grain seeded yeah. honey oat there's then honey oat as well isn't there yeah yeah then you've got, so do you have like white, brown, seeded, crust, non, uh, like uh, ends of a loaf, so a crust or a non-crust. Then you've got, oh, do you want like some specialty breads? So you've got sourdough, tiger, or giraffe. Then you've got chibattas. Then you've got brioche buns. And the, so what is the definitive? I, and does it, does it change per filling? Oh, okay. Well, before we go any further. What the actual mm. fringe is tiger bread? What is it? Bread with bits of real tiger? What the hell is it? What What is <laughs> tiger don't... bread? Did you see? <laughs> I think hoops. so. Interestingly, <laughs> I have yeah hoops. hoops. Hoops like tell us hoops. Sort this. <laughs> sort it out. But interestingly, Sainsbury's renamed their tiger bread. Why and to what? So. So I, I remember reading this. This was probably back in like 2016. It was definitely pre-pandemic. Tiger bread is named because of the colouring of, I believe, <laughs> the colouring of the outside of the bread because it's that orangey splats, isn't it? Okay. And a a young girl, she, I don't know, between the age of six or eight, something around that age, wrote to Sainsbury's and said, "Why is it called tiger bread?" 
the the pattern on it looks more like a giraffe and so sainsbury's for a month changed all the labels to instead of say tiger bread said giraffe bread and they posted it on social media and all this kind of thing and it obviously drew you know gave a lot of, uh, lot of attention I don't, but yes hoops why is it called i don't know how much more of this sort of <laughs> nonsense around just stuff like this i can take why do you if it's been called tiger bread ever since it was invented mm. why change the name might be it's, it's nice it's it's sweet <laughs> that you have somebody little kid writing and going it looks like a giraffe fine in your eyes it looks like a giraffe get over it it's tiger bread <laughs> if you can't use your bloody imagination nothing nothing personal against the, the, the sweet sweet little girl that wrote it the same series, but what I can see what kind of household your daughter yeah. grew up in. She's, she said oh dad dad this looks like giraffe bread I'd say do one it's tiger bread I don't give a crap what do you think it is it is what it is your opinion it's just your opinion. It's like belly buttons. And I like belly buttons. Exactly. Everybody's got one. <laughs> right? Get back in your box. I think this is <laughs> I think this is probably why Rachel gives you so much abuse yes, it is. nowadays about your fashion sense. It, it, you know what? I'm eighties and I'm proud. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> not yet to see. I was hoping to see you in linen, the by the way. Hashtag linen. <laughs> white linen. No, a white linen suit. That white was it, linen it? suit with espadrilles. Who was that? Who that was, was that? Don Johnson in Miami Vice. No, no, no. But who was the one that that agreed with you? Oh, I know who it was. Somebody at work. Oh, uh, was it? Okay, I couldn't yeah, remember who it was. Somebody at work. You have to remind yeah, me of the will. podcast. Notice I didn't say <laughs> the name not, of the company. I'm... Hashtag yeah. just like... All right, all right, rub it in. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Can't believe one I've all, done that. One all, one all, <laughs> I'm gonna, one all. That, have you, that, that's like, I've got that vine in my head now where it's like, where he gets like really old school, he gets punched in the face. He's just I can't believe you've done that. That's exactly what I'm going to... Might have to like, get my editing skills up and put that in. You, so I've got that. I can't believe you've done that. When you did it, you, it was the Hagrid from... Harry Potter yeah. should not have done that. Should not have done that. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. Rest in peace, Robert Coltrane. <laughs> yes. Mm, legend. Um, yeah, you can't avoid the question, though. What's the best bread? The oh, yeah. <laughs> the question. Um, I just think a really nice white bread, you just can't go wrong. Like a white farmhouse. There you go. White mm. farmhouse, <laughs> right? That means it's not going to change. It's not going to be a white mm. bungalow or <laughs> right or white, you know, three bedroom semi or <laughs> you know, a, a, yeah. It's a no, farmhouse. No. I don't care what it looks like <laughs> to you. It's a farmhouse. It's a farm. Yeah, white farmhouse. I think it's the most versatile. Most ver- that's an yeah. interesting. And are you somebody? This feels a bit like an interesting. <laughs> in but... 
Well, I'm just curious. I'm genuinely curious. And the reason being is because I've had a little bit of just because I had a long discussion with, with, with this person over this longish. Are you somebody that would have like tomato and lettuce in it? Or would you need a bit more of a robust bread? And I asked that as somebody who can't stand mashed potatoes, overripe bananas, soggy bread, because it activates my gag reflex. So like if it's a nice, soft, like farmhouse, like standard loaf, it's got to be dry ingredients, like some marge, a bit of marge, but then, you know, cheese, ham. Yeah. The bacon, <laughs> those types of things. Yeah, if if you're going to put lettuce and tomato or lettuce or tomato in a sandwich, um, you have to put it in and eat it there and then. Otherwise, mm. what it does is it takes me back to my childhood of going to air shows. And, <laughs> yeah, and you'd have like a cheese and tomato sandwich, which is the, the cheese becomes sweaty. <laughs> Yeah. The, the cheddar cheese sweats. The tomato basically fuses with the bread. So then you have this mm. this stodge mm. of warm cheese and tomato. Tastes great, by the way, yeah. but it's it, it takes me back to my childhood. And then the only bits of yeah, dry yeah, bread I, are the, the, the crusts on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Soggy crusts are the worst. Are the worst. Yeah, that's yeah, that's soggy crust. I couldn't eat the soggy crust. No, no, that's 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 that's, that's terrible. What about you? And we'll see. Uh, to me, it depends on the sandwich, right? If I'm honest, so like I said, a bacon sandwich to me has got to be like probably farmhouse type thing. Although I did have a wonderful ciabatta bacon sandwich, Ooh. but it probably was about this. It was probably about this big. And it was proper, like thick and fluffy, like genuinely. You know, you know when you get like a burger and you're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure for the, for those listening and that aren't on podcasts, I'm you know simulating trying to bite a burger that's too big. So you're dislocating your, your jaw like a snake. Yeah, you've got to dislocate yeah. your jaw. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but it was lovely. But it's because it was so fluffy, you could squish it. And then they must have put about twenty six pieces of bacon in it. Oh, um, <laughs> it was honestly amazing. Love uh, it. The place is called Cookhouse. Um, it's an independent up in Newcastle. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> if it was nine pound fifty for a, for a bit for the bacon sandwich, but... probably had a whole pack of bacon in it. By the sound of it, I think it had half a pig oh in it. To God. be totally honest, <laughs> I like this style. <laughs> But, but also, but if I want to treat myself, then I will generally get, you know, if I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit fancy today, I'll get, a, I, I find things like tiger bread or like a baguette type bread. You can just eat that with just a bit of marge and doesn't really count as a sandwich. Yeah. Like, you know, when you used to go to parties and they always have like a cut up like baguette and then you've got like, you know, a bit of marge on the side. So you can take a slice, put a bit of marge on it and just eat that. That, that is still king of the sandwich types. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. It's got to be really good bread. Yeah. 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 When it's the main when is it, staple, yeah. it's got to be good bread. <laughs> Tiger bread. And then the yeah. other bit, which I haven't put in the notes then. So what is your opinion on cheese topped rolls and, and other bits of bread? Well, I like the Italian herb and cheese. Mm. So 
and I love cheese. So for me, it adds a nice dimension <laughs> to it. I, I quite like it. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think cheese generally enhances pretty yeah. much anything. Yeah. Cheese and bacon, yeah. the two big staples. You can grate cheese on anything and make it taste great. Anything savoury. Yeah, savoury. Uh, I wouldn't want it on my ice cream, for example. No. I'm trying to think, would it go with anything sweet? So now we're going to get onto like yeah. pineapple on sticks. No, pineapple I don't. cheese on sticks. Don't want to go down that route. No. No. <laughs> We've killed that. Yeah, savoury. We'll stick to that. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Love a bit of cheese. <laughs> Sorry, it's only because I horrified Hooper because um, I sent him what I sent you. So there was a Instagram <laughs> and instead of pineapple on pizza, somebody has got a pineapple, sliced it in half and then piled cheese and pepperoni on oh. top of like the top of like the insides of a pineapple and then cooked it. <laughs> oh, it's horrendous. That literally gave me nightmares. It was horrible. Oh, it's so horrible. It's about an inch and a half thick. That pineapple was. Well, it was, it? A pi- it was half a pineapple. <laughs> it was just. It was just like the pineapple's been sliced in half, and so it was just. No, it's so wrong. <laughs> it's horrible, Don. Give you nightmares. Yeah, Hooper came back with a bunch of rude. Yeah, I bet. Um. Then the next bit on this. So, uh, this this friend of mine. I'm going to use air quotes <laughs> after this. Friend I have of this mine friend believes that the. Breeze that the foot, the, the bit that you'd stand the bread on, to the bottom of the bread, is better than the top of the bread. <laughs> I literally do not know what planet they're living on. Is that what it's called? The foot? So wrong. Well, I don't know, right? But there must the be... The base, the bottom so of the you, bread. Yeah, the bottom of the... the you know, the, the bit that's kind of... Yeah. That sort of shape, you know, kind of... Um, I'm trying to think how we would describe it for listeners that are in the car. So if you're if you're looking at a loaf of bread end on, the bottom mm. section. So that's where you get the most dense bit of crust. It's squared. Yeah, yeah it's squared, it, and it's always f- like crumbly, more crumbly. Whereas the top's like nice and smooth, yeah. and it's like a cut and eat like yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what the shape is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell shape. Yeah, you're right. I don't know how you describe that shape. Look, this is my view on it. <laughs> cut that little bottom bit off that bread. So when you're making a sandwich, cut the bottom bit off, chuck it in the bin. <laughs> or give it to the birds. Or whatever. But you don't eat it. It's not for ingesting. I don't think actually when they <laughs> when they bake the bread, they intend people to eat the base. <laughs> it's there for it's there to Yeah, it's like on. biting into an orange while whilst the peel is still on. You don't do that. You take the peel <laughs> off the orange, right? You peel the orange, you eat the segments, you make your sandwich, you cut the base bit off, and you chuck it, you <laughs> scrape it into the bin. And then you cut them diagonally. <laughs> Tom. Steady, <laughs> careful. Well, we got sent that Reddit yes. picture, didn't we? Where somebody had cut the sandwich, so they cut it lengthways but rather than bang on in half it was kind of a little bit further down closer to the to the the foot of the bread and then they'd cut the top (laughs) one in half down the middle so you had like almost like thirds (laughs) a long third and two like that and i can't and that cutting it down the middle bit totally get it 
So you have two sandwiches with good bits of bread. Yeah. And then we said that the bottom bit, because you cut away the bottom as well and throw that in the bin, <laughs> you've effectively got a crustless bottom sandwich yeah. and then two with the good bit of yeah, the sandwich. Yeah, you've got a bottomless the sandwich. <laughs> we could st- Do you know what? We could market this. I think it would outsell we normal could. sandwiches. <laughs> I really do. What are we gonna? Would we get it like pre-sliced, like pre-cut? Yeah, yeah. We in the third, in the third, yeah, in as the well. thirds as well. Because then you could make sandwiches that would. You could have like a one sandwich. Because because this is the other thing, and I will mention Laura's Laura's or Laura's name. But Laura said that she sometimes gets a slice of bread and then just folds it in half. So instead of having two slices of bread, you've just got like almost like half a sandwich because you're not as hungry. For I mean, I don't think I've ever been not hungry enough to eat two slices of bread. But with the one where you've still got two slices of bread and cut it into thirds, you could have different things on each of the, the thirds then. Yes. If you wanted to yes, mix it could. up. You can have one half cheese, one with ham. Hmm? One cheese and ham. <laughs> Really yeah, here. I'm just so imaginative. Tuna, I don't so know. Imaginative. No, folding of a slice yes. of bread. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you literally just like take the bread, you know, butter all of it, stick a filling in it, and then just go like that and no. fold it. So you so you've got so that the hidden thing I think about that is you've got the bottom of the bread and the top of the bread together, and then you've got one side which is <sighs> folded bread. I'm not sure. Not sure I could cope with that. No, and I don't think bread was designed to do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to end up with a lot of friends. By I suppose it depends on how you fold it. <laughs> I'm just why why go... All of my friends... Yeah, but been... why go origami with bread? What, you might as well just like put some filling on it and then t- make it into a paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> And see if you can throw it, and then it sort of comes back on itself, and then goes oh, <laughs> like, like a boomerang. <laughs> I'm not sure we could get away with Probably that. Not. <laughs> I think it... I've just got images of you now taking like stale, mouldy old bread, and trying to make it fly, and chucking it across the car. I'm going to. I've got nothing better to do. If I if I have to do chores around the house if I stay in the house, but at least if I'm out, if I'm outside with my stale bread, <laughs> trying to boomerang it, at least I've got an excuse. What are you doing? <laughs> Kitchen's a mess. I'm just trying to sort out experimenting the boomerang bread. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be in in a minute. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> I want to be like a kid again, where you just like just leave the house at like. <laughs> Nine o'clock in the morning and don't come home until six when dinner's ready. <laughs> I just go. I you just had go, a very different childhood to I do. And what's yeah, now, I just go it? outside. You know, I just. Where are you going? I'm I'm going out, and I'll just have my magnifying glass, and just burn <laughs> things, and just ride around on my bike all day. Well, It'll be more like just make sure you're back in time. Yeah, for tea, exactly. Like, things. How old are you? Fifty. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. <laughs> I still like burning ants with my magnifying glass. Oh no! <laughs> no, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I never liked doing that. That was cruel. I like burning leaves and paper. 
Oh, so you're a pyromaniac. I am a bit. Do you like bonfires and barbecues and stuff? Oh, yeah. interesting. Well, you won't like my next okay. section then. So, the next section that we're going to do <gasps> is, and we've kind of been looking forward to this, is uh, Room 101. Which and I cannot wait. And we didn't talk about the rules of engagement, did we? Because are we gonna are we gonna do the proper rules of engagement? Which is, you tell me what you want to put into room one hundred and one, and basically you have to convince me to agree that it should go into room one hundred and one. Because that's how the actual room one hundred and one works. Yeah, rather than just saying yeah, 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 that's what I. Yeah, okay, cool. I thought rather than just saying this is going, maybe I might have made an ass of you and me, but I just assumed that we were. No, no, that was fine. Purpose. I don't think on mine, you probably need that much convincing. Yeah, I think I think you'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think you'll have any objections to mine either. <laughs> You're very excited about this section. Very, so very. Excited. No, 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 no. You have to. It's your. No, no, no it's your idea. You have to go first. Oh, okay. Okay, I will do. I'll do my first one, the one that kind of brought okay. it up and really made me need to do room one hundred and one, and it is related to sandwiches. So it's actually really, really good. <laughs> it is, I yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, the thing that I want to put in room one hundred and one: toasters that don't fit bread in them. Like toasters in general, great, right? Love a bit of toast. I love the fact that you can adjust them. You know, mum. My mum likes it so that it's cremated. My dad likes it so that it's still <laughs> bread. But, you know, they can choose to have that. And in fact, they've got a toaster that one side is set to one and one side is set to the other. So if you ever want four slices, make sure you've set them to the same. Otherwise, you end up with very different bread. But the but what I cannot stand is toasters that don't fit bread in them. And not... I mean, if you get like a... You know, if you get a custom... You know, if you're cutting the bread yourself and you make it too thick and it doesn't fit in, then kind of woe on you. But there are toasters out there that I have experienced that don't fit a standard slice, like a standard slice from like Tesco's or Asda or any other supermarket brand or any other brand of um, uh, like bread making places, Warburton's, Hovis, whatever you want, whatever your, your choice is. They generally are about the same size. There must be a standard sandwich size. And to have a toaster that does not fit that bread in so that you stick it in and you get the top just doesn't get toasted. And then you have to turn it up. Then you have to turn it around and put it back in. And then the middle bit ends up so cremated that you can't actually bite into it because it just snaps. It just does my Sweden. And the reason it does my Sweden is because a toaster has one purpose to toast bread. And if it can't do that, what is it doing? And these days you can get toasters that, you know, you can, I've got touch screens you can set to have bagels and bits and pieces like that. And honestly, it's just not difficult. You just make the thing wider and deeper and you just add a thing that you can do that with it so that the toast pops out, you know, that can spring up so you can grab it. it honestly, a child could design it and it just annoys me when toasters don't fit bread in. I think this is why I love this is why I love room 101 so but I can't I can't think of any any reason why you would have a toaster that doesn't fit bread in and every toaster I have ever used will only fit 80% of the bread comfortably in the toasty section so you always have to turn it round. you have to wait until it pops up and then you have to turn it round and put it back in Ah. 
the toaster I have is very good because it it's it's deep enough and it's long enough that you can put the toast in. So if you've got the the head of the top of the toast at the top, as if the bread was still stood up, it can go in that way and it does all of it, and it can go sideways and it does all of it. I have a toaster that. So does what are you it. complaining about? No, I have it. But if I go away and I find a toaster that doesn't hey, wait, have it, so my parents' new toaster doesn't fit. Toasted. I'm going to have to. So after this podcast, it. you're going to have to tell me what toaster that is. I have never seen a toaster or come across a toaster that can comfortably fit bread. No, ever. No, my this one really? does. Yeah, it does. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. They're, they're, like I said, no, toasters that do fit them in. Which I didn't think existed. I didn't think that existed. No, they do exist. Wow. They do. Yeah. But but so many places, and usually it's cheap toasters, toasters that you've really cheaped out on. But I have seen some more expensive ones that don't fit. So you always, you know, when you, when you go away to like a self-catering yeah. thing, they've always got that mini little yeah. toaster and you put the bread in and it's like freaking, not even half of it is cooked. Uh, so you turn it upside down and in the you middle do the of it four corners. Up it ends up uncooked. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the toaster I have does fit the bread in properly and does toast all of the bread. I'm genuinely shocked and impressed at that fact that you have a toaster that can fit. I have not come across a single toaster. So, which is why when you brought this up, you had me at toaster. I was like, yeah, that's going straight into oh, room okay. 101. Just, Just toasters, toasters in general. Because they're all crap. They don't toast evenly. Oh, okay. I haven't come across a toaster that toasts evenly. Even if it's a two-slice toaster, you'll never get equal toasting. Right? No, you do. So you do have to be careful because what I... Because obviously, because the toast like slots are close to each other, if this toaster goes in and you've got nothing in this one, this side of the bread ends up like charcoal and this side of the bread ends up like as you want it because you've got like double, okay. triple heat. So if you put one slice of toast in and you don't put another one here, this side, the one side of the toast always ends up... And it's like, we, it's 2023. Like, surely, people, we can design a fringing toaster. <laughs> so, like, honestly, it can't be So if difficult. you just want one slice of toast, you have to sacrifice another slice of bread. So another slice of bread has to give up its So it life. gets toasted... Yeah, so for the sake of it, okay. But you're right. Like ninety nine percent of toasters have a design flaw, and honestly, I, I'm pretty sure that most bread slices are standard yeah, size. Yeah, they are. They are. And it can't be. It can't be <clears> difficult. <throat> what the actual fringe people? Somebody design a good toaster. It, <laughs> because it has no other purpose. Hallelujah, and. Honestly, <laughs> you don't even have to chuck that into room 101. I'll snatch that toaster out of your hand and take all the toasters and shove it into the furnace of 101. Oh, dear. Yes, absolutely. Right, Jerry, I want to hear your context building room okay, 101. Okay, well, first of all, this is why I'm so excited about room 101. I've got so... I mean, we've <laughs> got to do this again because I've got a huge list. Okay, so let me just work my way down. So... um Let's have a look. Which one shall I do? We've got Mother Teresa, <laughs> really cute puppies, NHS. Oh no, we'll we'll do this one. We'll do the fourth one. So the fourth one, 
is <laughs> I'm joking about the first two, by the way. Hashtag just so. Um, so context. So here's the context. Um, I take my hat off to people that work in call centers, right? The, mm-hmm. the most thankless, difficult, challenging job. I, I don't know genuinely anyone that works in a call center. I don't know how they do it, right? Mm. Um, the public's great until the public are there. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I take my hat off to, to, to call center advisors. So this is this gripe and this rant is aimed at people in senior positions in companies that come up with these ideas and frameworks and implement what they think is a, an efficient call center. Um, thinking that one, this is a great customer experience and one, it's also a great colleague experience because it mm. fringing isn't right. So <laughs> yeah, word. just the other day. So I phoned an insurance company that shall remain nameless. So it started off with a, you know, and it doesn't matter if you call it, one o'clock in the afternoon, eight o'clock in the <laughs> evening, seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's Christmas Day, if it's the middle of June. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm so sorry. All our lines are Oh, really yes, you busy. called us at a particularly <laughs> busy time. Cough. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's always busy. Basically, because you've made no investment in call center. So you've probably got five people that are taking that have got to like deal with 30,000 inquiries a day. Oh, your oh your call is yeah. really important to us. No it isn't, you little <laughs> You're making me wait for 45 <laughs> minutes. And and do you know what? It's oh, it just makes my oh, it makes my blood boil. Anyway, <laughs> so they make you wait 45 <laughs> minutes, right? But whilst they're doing that, before they make you wait 45 minutes and say and tell you, "Oh, by the way, your call waiting times are 45 minutes." You've got 10 minutes of, uh, we're, we are uh, regulated by the Financial Services Authority, um, and we may use your data from time to time. Uh, please let your advisor know if you're not happy about that. Um, we do share data. With we are underwritten by that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Do I need to know all of this? Alex? No, I don't. Get on with it. If my call is that important to you, you'd scrub all of that crap. Oh, yeah, and calls are recorded for quality control purposes. Please let the person know if you're not comfortable with that. Oh, come on. I do want this to be recorded <laughs> because I want I want people to hear my rant. Anyway, and then they say, before we take a call, so this is even before you get to the point where they say, oh, yeah, call waiting times are 45 minutes. They go, can you tell us your date of birth? Please speak after the tone or... Punch it into your keypad. Okay, do that, right? Followed, Followed by, by the, the hash key. key. Okay. <laughs> do you know your policy number? If you don't, it's not a problem. You can tell the advisor, but if you do have your policy number, please put it, right, policy number. Yeah, put that in. What is your name? Name, okay. Your postcode, right? Okay. What is the registration of the car? Put this in, thinking, yeah. fucking, that's Okay. And you've, after an hour of going through all of this BS, you get through. To, you know where this is going, don't you? You get through to the person. Yeah, I know where this is going. Uh, thank you for calling. I don't know Acme Insurance <laughs> Limited. Can I take your name? Right. 
Are you taking the piss? Are you taking the piss out of me? Can I take your policy number? Yeah. Can I take your postcode? Like, okay, stop. Can I just stop you there? I actually did this. Can I just stop you there? Because they said, can I take your name? Because the crazy thing was, when I gave them all the details before I got through, they said, yes, we recognize all the details on your system. We have identified you. So... You've identified me. I've gone through validation. The funny thing was, I said, can I just ask, sorry, can I just stop you? Because there's this customer services advisor who has to do this, so it's not their fault, right? This is the fringing director, customer (laughs) services director that gets paid like 850 grand a year before bonuses that thinks it's a great idea to make people give all that information. And then you get through and say, yeah, but it's part of company policy. You have to ask them. Oh, can I take your name? Yeah. So they're going through this crib sheet. Can I take your name? I, I I gave my name. Oh, can I take your policy number? Right, can I just stop you there? Happy to give you... <laughs> what was the point yeah, of me typing Happy it to in? give you my policy number, but why are you asking me my policy number when I've already given you my policy number and you validated that? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. for validation purposes. <laughs> what do you need to validate? Okay. What has changed in the 45 minutes? That You're just validating call? to me. That you are all clowns. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Like I, I <sighs> breathe. No, 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 no. No, genuinely, like, I was laughing because obviously, you know, with, with the last six months, I've been dealing with insurance companies quite a lot, and that is absolutely what it is. Like they, you, I type in my policy number, and then I get to a person, and they go, "Hello, you're through to Acme Insurance. Can I take your policy number, please?" I'm like, I've typed it in. Like, can you not see it? Like, I don't mind if you go, I put your policy number details up. Can I do a security check? What's your postcode? Oh, yeah, of course, I can do that. Like, that would be fine. But the, but the problem is, is nine times out of ten, I've gone, uh, you know, they go, it go, you're on the phone and it goes, right, you need your, you need your policy number. Oh, yeah. I need to go and dig out that email. Right, right okay. Da, 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 da. Right, and then they close the email. <laughs> And then they go, can I have your policy number? And you go, I'll bother it. <laughs> You've got to go and look for it again. Right. And, and it's not like it's a number, you know, that's like, yeah, you're not going to remember characters. that. It's normally 97 yeah. characters. <laughs> oh, just. Oh, I tell you what, that's on the so, money there. Yes. I'm, you don't need yeah, convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't need convincing. It, I don't, I would not mind. If it's it's a, it's the same it's similar to toasters like I would toasters are great if they do what their function is to do ask me for my policy number during a you know but also like make it very clear like as soon as I start the call and as soon as I'm connected you know that I want to go through an agent so don't pause putting me through an agent while I'm doing this because I bet you more, all of them do they pause while you you know put me start putting me through the agent I would rather be interrupted than the agent go oh you haven't had time to type your policy number in can you tell me what it is because I'll be like yes that's fine because I have I found the email and I was halfway through typing it that I would like great. it never thought of that you're you're right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also assuming that the robotic bit at the beginning lets you get through to an agent. If you've got a query with X, please press one. If you've got a query with X, please press two. If you've got a query, oh, this 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 can be done on our website. Please visit it at www.acmeinsurance.co.uk. Right? Bearing in mind that I've normally tried to do that, and I have before gone to the website and it's been busted. <laughs> and it's like. It doesn't work. And I, there's been times where I've got lost in robot things. I'm just let me speak to yeah, somebody. Yeah, you get please. you get into what I call the infinite 
the infinite inception slash matrix loop, which is press one for this, press two for this, press three. You get to like, yeah. you're going, those aren't really quite the options. Press 10 for this, press 11. You're like, oh, press 12 to speak to... Press 11 <laughs> yeah, on the keyboard. I don't know. Press... I've got Press no 57 <laughs> to speak to a customer services representative, which you do. And then and they go, oh, sorry, you need to go back to the main menu. You've gone through the wrong. <laughs> I can't help you. No, don't do it. Oh, yeah, don't get me started because I've got through to the Acme Insurance <laughs> switchboard. Right, and they've gone. Oh, yeah, you need to speak. You need to speak to this department. They don't work on this day, despite the fact that their website advertises that they're open from this. You need to phone back on on Monday. <laughs> I love this. So, what's interesting? I'm looking at my like my other two Room One Hundred One elements, and I can kind of bring them all together in a thing. And it's basically things not doing their job. Okay. So I mentioned about toasters. Toasters not toasting bread, not doing their job. My second one, which oh, it does my Sweden. It does my Sweden. Right. So we've done call centers. Like that, <laughs> you know, the taking your policy number does not do <laughs> no, its it job like, or doesn't do it anything. Doesn't. Other, it, uh, unless its job is to irritate the piss <laughs> out of me, then ding, 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 we have success. As well as including the fact that I've had to listen to the same damn song. Oh, just put something that as different well. Other than the same song. And you don't need to tell me every 30 seconds. Your call is really important to us. We appreciate you hanging on the line. Well, I appreciate. Or thank you for your patience. Yeah. I've run out of it. I ran out of patience <laughs> a minute the... into this. <laughs> but the bit, the other bit that I like, there's a company that, that doesn't do with a task. They've got one purpose. Okay. And Jerry, you know, the company. Right, and then the other thing, the lovely and wonderful Royal Mail. Oh no, <laughs> the lovely and wonderful I've Royal Mail a have a purpose: yeah. is to deliver post. And what do they not do to me? Deliver post. <laughs> I'm not going to go too far into that. that. But the one, because the one that that's got to me in the kitchen, that the other thing that's got me to kitchen, is um the. Uh, lids on like chicken and things like that oh like i don't know if you're there jerry you've just spit no no because i'm thinking hang about so you're talking about like when you buy a pack of chicken yeah like, so you've got, you've like, got the, the plastic pla tray yeah and you've got that that film on top and every time you go to take the film off it doesn't it just oh, kind of it cuts the edge off and it's still stuck yes yeah, so you get together. loads of little slivers you can't get that... the chicken that are still clinging onto the edge, going. Oh, not even that. You're not going to peel not me. Even that. Just the, the, <laughs> yeah, just the, or just the tab. You know, just a tab <laughs> comes off, or like yeah. a, a side of it comes off. I've done it where you, it then looks like and teeth. Like, like you, you, you manage to grab the tab yes. and you pull it, but it, only little slivers peel off. There's loads of slivers that still yeah, hang yeah, on. Yeah. They're going. Nah, we're still hanging on. Or you get that on yogurts as well. Um. I don't think where you peel the lid of a yogurt and only half of it like really? comes off. I've never had that. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had that, but uh, you tend to get it on yogurts that have like a like a you know a corner that's got like yogurt on one side. Oh, and then, like, I don't know. Okay, like, 
uh, like apricot jam yes. or like uh, you know chocolate yes. sprinkles like because it's got a seam down the middle sometimes it just rips it and you end up with like straggles across your yogurt and you're trying to eat it and then you stick it in your mouth and you get the straggles with it and it's like for fuck's sake well, like it's got one purpose as a lid to protect my food and then come off <laughs> easily and it does do the latter ever what about so if we're on the subject of packaging what about those things which are sealed and they're just they're sealed in one one bit of molded plastic and oh do you you mean what sainsbury's are currently doing with minced meat now oh no no i'm talking about like for example if you if you need to get um i don't know it could be like a pair of scissors oh yeah you get a pair of scissors in in, in, in the packaging yeah you need a pair of scissors well, to get into the blister packaging for the pair of you scissors. You need a rocket launcher or <laughs> a pneumatic drill. You need an A10 tank buster you have to fly past and go just to like just to get the damn thing open. You need Interestingly, rocket launcher is the only word I know in Dutch. Oh, what is it in Dutch? Racket verpa. Racket verpa. Racket verpa. You need the gun from, and I'm sorry I'm going to have to bring this up, Dom, but I'm going to have to bring it up. And you're going to cringe. The gun from Predator. And you still haven't seen Predator, Dom. It's almost May. <laughs> and you it's still haven't made. seen Predator. But anyway, I still you need to see Predator. Predator. I do have a movie database of stuff that I need to Yeah, watch Predator. That needs to be Predator. To. This is going off a little bit of challenge. It is, it it is a bit of Predator. Predator <laughs> Release date of Predator. Do you know when that was? 89. Not quite. <laughs> First of January, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh God, it's not okay. Okay, eighty-eight. Pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But yes. Blister about, yeah. But oh. sorry. Going back to your point, chicken, chicken packaging. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, uh, like, I honestly, I could rant about chicken packaging for like years because you either get the one with the plastic tray and that plastic film, where you go to peel it off yeah. and the edge just comes <laughs> off, or it goes straggly. And you still have to get a knife and cut yeah, that's it the or one. a pair of scissors or whatever. Or they're doing bags now, like plastic bags. Um, like um, the best comparison is, you know, you know the, the packaging that you get like uh, M&Ms in. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Like, really? That you get in the cinema. Like, yeah. You can, um, as the, as the do them, a bit like that. The only problem with them... Right, they work quite well because you, because you, um, they've got a rip top, and it does quite often okay. just rip off. If you rip it wrong, you can rip it off, and it's not opening, but you can just cut it off, right? But the problem is, is to recycle. I'm a big fan of like I, I, I do care about the environment, despite the fact that I'm sat here with a gaming PC <laughs> and two bright lights on. Totally look good. But the you know, but you know, I like to try and recycle as much as possible. But those plastic bags, you know. They can only be recycled by taking them back to the supermarket. Oh, come on. Which, who is going to do that? None of us are. Because we haven't got, uh, we haven't got time for that. Like, the, the, the world is hard enough. I don't have time. I don't have time to go to the gym, eat healthily, do work for eight hours, he says. Um, 
normally ends up doing way more than that. Um, have a social life um, and sleep for eight hours and take my recycling packaging to uh, the flipping local supermarket rather than put it in my recycle box, which already irritates me enough because the council where I live insists on having a like separate boxes for everything and they don't have lids on them. So when you stick it out and it's a windy day, <laughs> oh. all the crap blows down. The thing. My, my parents, where my parents live, they just have a recycling bin, right? It's another wheelie bin. And well, you can put everything in there. it's that blue lidded one. And you can okay. put, yeah, you, it, because you can put your glass, your plastic. Oh, that's your, good. Um, uh, your cardboard, uh, all of it, all that's the really metals, cans, all of it just goes in. So instead of having two separate boxes for them, which I currently have, like all of them just go in this bin and it's a wheelie bin. So, you know, the, the, there's a lid on it and it, because everything goes in, it's normally heavy enough that it doesn't get blown down. Like that would encourage me to do even more than I already do recycle because it's easy to do that. Is really, really good. <laughs> God, I'm here all week. No, that's a brilliant. Yeah, here all week. That's that would I'm encourage. Doing. Do you know what? If you had, I actually genuinely think that's a fantastic idea because it would encourage people to recycle more. Because it's so easy. Because mm. you just you just yeah, open absolutely. the lid and just go. Yeah, I don't care if it's a can, bottle, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, just chuck it so in. in. In my flat, I have like three totes which I p- could put my recycling in. So I've got like, and then it's, I've literally got like labels that say this is, you know, this is metal and plastic. Yeah. Then cardboard, then glass. And I take those totes down because I live in a flat. So I've got to take it round to my section, which is 500 meters away because the person who designed this building was an idiot. <laughs> Probably the same person who designed call centers. I'm in full yes, kind of good. like. It's cathartic. Well, as you look at the building, the door, my flat is on the right hand door. So why is my car park on the left hand side of the building? <laughs> building i just don't understand it like honestly i can't fathom that but yeah like i then take those totes down and empty them into the individual boxes and then i pile the individual boxes on the side of the road in the main road through the center of the town that i live in and pray that it doesn't blow three quarters way down a mile if it's windy now it's okay at the moment as we get into summer but summer air quotes (laughs) No, I'm I'm looking forward to our 47 degrees. Yeah, again. it's always nice to go from rain and like single digit temperatures to overnight going to 45, blistering, unbearable heat, <laughs> and then back to single figures again and winds, high high winds and rain. Yeah, it's great. Love it. The weather here is just the best. <laughs> I can't get enough of it. I think the main bit on Room 101 there is anything that makes life inconvenient or just doesn't do the single job that it's it's purpose to do you, for a male. Completely sold. I'm completely sold on it. Yeah, I will help you carry it into Room 101. Happily help yeah. carry it into uh, one, one job. job. Yeah, one job. <laughs> one job. Oh, dear. Have I you got do. anything else that you want to put in Room 101? I do. I've had a couple. Now, yeah. So I want to. I want to get. So my one. my one is. So I'm only doing two today. So this is my second one. Uh, so let me just look down. Mm-hmm. This. So oh, sorry, mother trades here. NHS really cute puppies. Done call centers. Right. <laughs> so the the other one that I've got written down. So I've got a friend of mine, dear friend of mine, who and we've talked about this on numerous occasions. Um, they know who they are. They will know who they are <laughs> as soon as I say this. <clears throat> So, um, it's 
it's unnecessarily detailed and laboriously drawn out sex scenes in either a film or a TV series <laughs> that adds nothing to the plot. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. And actually, quite frankly, it's just embarrassing. Now, if I wanted to become an actor, I actually wouldn't, you know, if, if, if in this day and age I thought, oh, do you know what? Suddenly want to go into acting. I wouldn't do it. Well, no one would. No, let me be an actor anyway. One, because you have to remember lines. So that that goes right out the window for a start. Two, I've got the right face for radio. So it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. What? That's rubbish. I will, I will not have that. You could be Keanu Reeves, good-looking stunt double. But I'm not. But either way. So, so, so I, I wouldn't become an actor because it doesn't matter what what – I watch these days is always got this this unnecessary long drawn out sex scene. It's just embarrassing. And there's no need for it. Why are you doing it? So if you've got two people that are attracted to each other in this program or this film or whatever, show them kissing and then just move on. You don't have to show yeah. ten minutes of them fumbling around and throwing each other across a bed and I mean it's just embarrassing. You just sit there going, All right. Yeah, okay, cool. Get the message. Let's move on. Does, does your friend agree yes. with you? Or, oh, no, or no, no. They... 100% oh, okay. in agreement. It's just point, and it actually makes me cross, angry, every single time, guaranteed. I I agree with you in that as, as long as it doesn't add to the story. So things like Game of Thrones, for example... There are elements of those scenes that really? there are some scenes in there. There are some there are some scenes that are just ridiculous, but there are some scenes that do add to it. So, for example, that add like connotations to it. So, for example, um, and um, trigger warning, but um, answer. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that in season one, when Daenerys Targaryen is with Khal Drogo and she, and he rapes her, there is a bit of context behind it. Like it didn't like I get it didn't need to be like 15 minutes it could be like significantly cut down so i agree with you on that point but there are certain i, I see what you mean by like non-enhancing ones if it's got no relevance to it and we don't need to see it then to a certain like i agree like i don't well, need to see that i want to watch a film yeah it's like it's like they do it for shock value or they do it to, to sort mm. of like oh you know if we make this if we make this an overly long spicy scene you know it's going to keep people watching because they're going to think, oh, I wonder if there's going to be another scene like this coming. I, I don't know if that's what's going through their minds. I th no, I, I, no, I agree. And I, want, I would extend that a little bit further to violence as well. Okay. So in the sense of, so for example, so I've watched the whole of Game of Thrones, really enjoyed it apart oh, season. from the last probably season. I mean, I, like, I, I look at it and I go, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as everyone kind of made out to be, I think, it, but it wasn't done well. You're too kind. There are, I am too kind, but I, but I did enjoy it. There were bits of it that I really enjoyed and it kept me really hooked because I just didn't know what was going to happen next. But I've watched a few episodes. I've not finished a season of um, House of the Dragon, the prequel. And there are moments of that where I'm just like, 
but the violence here is just not necessary for the dramatic effect of the right. story. Yeah, it's, it's just I didn't not even required. think about that aspect of it. But you're right; it's the same thing, I suppose. Yeah, and it and it had like it has it, like they're trying to invoke that shock value, but the the shock value in the violence of Game of Thrones was the suddenness, right? So. Again, spoiler warning if you've not seen it, the Red Wedding episode. Like, I had not a Scooby-Doo that was going to happen. And suddenly, like, half of them all chopped down. I'm like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next? But when they've got the violence in a tournament, like, they've got a tourney in the House of of the Dragon. And it's like, I don't need to see the violence because I know that there's going to be violence because it's a tournament. Yeah. And, and... And and that's why I agree with you. If it adds nothing to the, te- if 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 it if you took it away and it added nothing to the television show, then I agree with you. I, I definitely agree with you. There will be people that will disagree with us and say they like the shock value. But I am someone that doesn't like horror films and I don't do gruesome stuff. Yeah. So I think like I, I don't, don't like horror the, films either. You know, I don't yeah. need the, I don't do the shock value of things. I don't think. That's yeah, but wait one second. Okay, so I think so, storyline. Okay, actually, you've just touched on a really good point there. So if you get gratuitous violence in a horror film, well, yeah, so be it. It's a horror film. You know what you're walking into because it's a horror film. So if you go, oh, this is, uh, yeah, Yeah. but it's a horror film. What did you expect? Yes. Um, If you you surf the internet and go on and find some pornographic streaming site and you go on there and go, oh, this is a bit, this is a bit much. Everyone's having sex. Uh, yeah, you're on a yeah. streaming site, bro. What, yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Yes. Um, for me, it's the whole. So, <clears throat> I watched a film. Actually, which I, I, I are we allowed to say films? Just a, yeah, okay. yeah, we can do it. It's a well, we're allowed to public opinion. I've already mentioned Game. So of this film, I, <clears throat> I love this film. And the company, and the company we work for. Which, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to bleep it. One all, one all. So, The House of Gucci is a brilliant film. I love that film. The acting in it was amazing. Oh, that's with uh, um, Lady Gaga. That's got Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Um, and <laughs> yes. uh, Jared Leto. Um, and oh, other actors mm. and actresses. In it. Oh, they're just brilliant. Jer- Jared Leto as an actor is weird to me because I knew Jared Leto first as the front 30 man seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds to Mars. I just, which I adore, which I love as a band, and then whenever I see him act, I'm like, I just can't quite it out. It's like whenever you've seen the Matt Damon, now. Matt Damon, Matt Damon. By the way, did you know that? Th- here's a fact: Thirty Seconds to Mars. It was initially thirty-two and a half seconds, and then they rounded it down. <laughs> but you didn't know that. But brilliant film, based on a true story as well. Mm. Right? The acting, mm-hmm. the cinematography, everything in it was amazing. But they had this one scene. Oh, Adam. Thank Adam you. Driver plays um, plays yes. um, Kylo Ren. Right. He's such a films. good actor. Lady Lady Gaga is just amazing. She is amazing in that. Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. He's just annoying, <laughs> annoyingly talented. He's just good at everything he does. It wouldn't even surprise me if he's like an absolutely brilliant painter as well. He, there's literally nothing that guy can't do. Yeah, well, Jared Leto. He has got some terrible, terrible movies. I said oh, about okay. the terrible movies. Well, he's been in he was bit. brilliant yeah. in this, right? And then there was this one scene where Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, it's a point where things change, you know, in their relationship and they start to, mm. you know, things start to develop. And they had this this scene that just went on for like five minutes. And you're just sitting there going, yeah, I, I get, 
the message. Right? They like each other. Yes. So what? Mm. Why do you have to show all of this? You know, and, and actually, you know what really does wind me up as well? I'm going to just cheese slice this into the room 101, if I can. <laughs> it's in these scenes when they, when things get heated and they sweep everything off a desk. And I think yeah, my OCD yeah. kicks in because then I think, you know what? That was a really <laughs> thing to do. Because now who's <laughs> yeah, going to come and tidy that, that up? It. Right? Yeah. Who's going to pick up all those yeah. staplers and all those sheets of paper? Now everything's out of order. You had you had everything <laughs> in chronological order that you needed to sort out, like your car insurance, yeah. house insurance, all that. Now <laughs> it's you, all strewn all I, over the floor. Well done. <laughs> the, uh, so, I mean, I, like, I agree. And also, like, I always find that those scenes, they end up being too perfect. Oh, like, yeah, there's that you know, as well. No... Yeah, there's that as well. So, yeah, so many yeah, aspects yeah, to this. Yeah. It's got to go into Room 101. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I don't excellent. disagree. Um, interesting movie yeah. fact for you. Um, have you seen The Grinch with Jim Carrey? Yes, long time ago. Yeah, very good film. You know when he pulls the tablecloth yes. off from the thing, and then and everything stays up, and then he goes <laughs> yeah. and knocks it over. Well, that's because the actual scene was for him to pull the tablecloth and for everything to fall over. He did it. He did it perfect. <laughs> And Jim Carrey, being Jim Carrey, kind of came along and just knocked it all off. And they went, well, that's the best take. Oh, that's brilliant. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's That's, fantastic. That's my interesting fact about The Grinch. (laughs) It's a great film. I absolutely... I think Jim Jim Carrey is amazing. I think comedic actors... Um, so Jim Carrey, uh, yeah. Robin Williams, those those two especially, they just have this. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh God, what's his name? He plays Mr. B. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan yeah. Atkinson, yes, he's another one. They have this like ability to make a scene funny, like yeah. naturally, and 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 this ability to just enhance a general movie in some in some way shape or form so yeah i agree yeah i'm absolutely yeah those types of things <laughs> um i'm gonna flip it on her head now so we've done room 101 and i don't because i don't because i didn't want this uh, we get quite ranty um and we and, and i think that's a good thing like because we want to i i use this as an opportunity to improve the world royal mail please <laughs> just deliver my post it can't be that difficult i don't know what you'd call this like the opposite of room 101 Things that un- are unexpectedly just amazing. Whether you call it room 201, <laughs> 102, whatever. But, like, because there are things like that are really, really good. There are things that are good, but they're expectedly good. A bacon sandwich. Uh, you know, winning the lottery, right? That, those are like, but things that are unexpectedly good. And I've got an example okay. that you, to, to let you have a think about. So for me, clean bed sheets. Like fresh bed sheets. The first time you get into a bed that's just been like, you know, you've put the new bed sheets on, so you've, you know, clean duvet cover, clean uh, uh, fitted sheet, clean pillowcases, all of all of that. The first time you get into like a bed like that, oh, there is like there's very little that beats that. Just that initial time and that first night is just Oh, chef's kiss. It's wonderful. <laughs> and that's the type of thing. Like, it's an unexpectedly really good thing. And I know that Samwise is is definitely one of those people. Like, I've, I've said it before. I always message Samwise. I always, I always, I know I message you about this, but just clean bed sheets. They're just, <laughs> there's something about it. You just think, yes, this is the life. Like, if I, if I could afford it, I'd have clean bed sheets every night. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, I like, you never use the same 
set of bed sheets twice in a row. Change them every day. Uh, not in a every row. Every day. Just, just change them every day. Just every day. Yeah. So you always have fresh bed sheets. You'd need about five pairs because that's about how long it okay, takes. Okay, so so you're convincing me yeah, that that needs to go into room one o. We'll call it one o two. Yeah, one o two. Yeah, we'll yeah hundred yeah. percent. You sleep better as well, don't you? I oh. think. It's, yeah, there's just something yeah, about nice. it. Um, clean bed sheets are lovely. I, 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 yeah, clean yeah. bed sheets are the bees. Although, knees. Absolutely. That's a, by the way, that's a weird phrase. The bee's knees. Why does the bee's knees represent something that's good? That needs to be good. I'm writing that down. <laughs> the bee's knees. Although, sorry, that was a sudden outburst. Why did I say that? Can I, t- can I take your room 102? And take one aspect of your yes. room 102 and, and chuck it into room 101, which is which is oh, no. trying to get a duvet cover over a duvet. <laughs> right? I have a tactic. Because nobody's Stretch Armstrong I'm, apart I'm, from Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's easy. Absolutely easy. Go on then. I've got it nailed. I've got that nailed. So get your lay your duvet the duvet itself on the bed and get the cover and then stick your arms, uh, turn the cover inside out, stick your arms inside of it. So you're, you kind of got the, so you're at the corner. So you've got the hole here and then through the corners with your arms inside, grab the corners of the duvet and then just kind of flip it the right way around. So that as it turns itself the right way from being inside out, it does it over the duvet cover. So you literally just pick it up and then shake it. And it normally ends up about three quarters of the way down. You kind of stuff the other two corners and you pick them up and shake it up and down. I like to point out that probably works for me because despite having a king size duvet, I am also six foot three and I have arms. You are stretch arms six foot three. So I can <laughs> hold a duvet cover up and shake it. I would imagine that some of our listeners are probably going, yeah, but I can't yeah. do that. If I tried to do that, you know what would happen? I'd end up falling into the duvet. <laughs> it then <laughs> will go over me, seal itself up, and then it'd be like, where's Jerry <laughs> on Monday? I can't. Um, nom, 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 nom. Help! I can hear something. It's muffled. Help! Where the <laughs> hell is he? He's coming from the bedroom. Help! <laughs> and I'm stuck. It's swallowed up by the duvet. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm going to try that next time. Although my arms are still not long yeah, enough, honestly. so I don't know how I'm going to do this. But fine, I'll give it a go. Well, you can ha- you can obviously you can have to do very crinkled that way. If it's the length, you stand on the bed and then you hang it off the edge. Of the <laughs> okay, bed. I'll try it. For for those that have not met me or Jerry in person, I, I, I'm six foot three. You're I'm six four. foot. Six foot. Oh, oh sorry, my five, five, uh, five yeah, foot. no, no, no. Sorry, five no. Foot. You're right. First time. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I can. I can hear your Yeah, I'm. I'm a little, about six one on a on a bad day. <laughs> no, I'm five nine. Yeah, five nine. Yeah. So there's a. I have. <laughs> I do tough. Yeah. And I have a few friends that are in. Well, I have a friend who's not in the five, not even in the five foot club. So, um, yes, but she's the scariest person I know. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. No spoiler alerts for future. No spoiler <laughs> no alerts spoiler for alert. future podcasts. I've really, I've just got that in my. Yeah, just, just. I've got that filed away. I'll keep that for when they're on. <laughs> So, have you got anything to go in room oh. one or two? I have. Yeah, you have. This, this is this is a bit of a curveball. 
See, I'm I'm old and naturally grumpy, so so I'm going to have to put a lot more thought into <laughs> Room 102 than Room 101. Something for the next. So podcast, Room 102, I think. Yeah, maybe something for the next podcast. Something unexpected. So you're saying unexpected. Yeah, unexpected. I'm going to have to come back to you, Dom. I'm not going to. What I'm not going mm. to do is keep everybody on this podcast for 45 minutes going, thank you for your patience with <laughs> Room 102. <laughs> it is very. Your, your participation is really important to us. <laughs> You've just caught Jerry at a particularly slow time. <laughs> But your participation <laughs> is really important to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'll come back to you on that. Room 102. Okay. Cool. Right, we're going to do a section we haven't done for ages. Interesting whoop, whoop. facts. So for those that have not heard this segment before, I have gone and found a bunch of interesting facts. I've had these interesting facts around December <laughs> because they were supposed to be read to Yevgeny for the January podcast and we never got to them and then we never got to them for the last two because we talk too much. Um, so we put this in a little bit early because if we don't get to the other sections of the podcast, yeah, we wanted to do interesting facts. And purely the idea is to bring up, the, I, I mention it and we get Jerry's live reaction and we discuss it a little bit and we decide whether it was an interesting fact or not. So, interesting fact number one. We've already done one, which is the Grinch. (laughs) I want ten today. I was going to go seven, four. Um, But you had the bonus. Yeah, Yeah, we had a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that to me. So, interesting fact number one. A woman's brain shrinks during pregnancy. Now, I'd like to point out that that doesn't mean that necessarily they lose intelligence. It's just that their brain shrinks. (laughs) Why? Uh, something physiologically. Why would hormone. your body do that? Yeah, I mean, your the body is going through quite a traumatic change. I'd imagine, Jerry. Yeah, we're but... not the ones really to talk about pregnancy. No, I honestly fascinated, genuinely fascinated by that because I am fascinated by why. I mean, there's got to be a reason why your body does that. I'm going to have to. So, unless you're going to tell us, you've actually I've, got. I've got oh, an article okay. to, to explain. I've got some articles, so it doesn't explicitly say, um, like, like. So they have to point out it doesn't affect um, cognitive abilities. Sorry, um, like knowledge-based abilities, but it's re- one of the reasons why you get like a little bit more. Maybe I call them brain farts. As, as you're pregnant, as well as on top of the fact that you're usually quite tired because you're doing okay, significantly your body, the more body's stuff. having to deal with um, cope with so pra- much, yeah. Praise to all women. You are all legends that you have to put through, go through this and go through that. I'm absolutely very glad. We- women are that. legends, actually, to be fair. We've bloody they got are, it easy. Are, totally. Jeez. Uh, <clears throat> absolutely. Um, but they, they, studied the, they studied this in rats first and actually what tends to happen with the shrinking of the brain is it encourages uh, female rats to get more food because it's almost like it, the brain's being starved and it's like a almost like a panicked response to the brain being starved and obviously if you're pregnant you need more nutrients to ensure that you're you know etc 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 um and then yeah like 
the, with the with the women's brains like they they then did the study in in humans it isn't a very big study group they think they did 70 men without children 20 women without children and 20 uh and Oh, hang on, I'm just trying to find the numbers now. I should have read this in a little bit more details. Is this like those but, shampoo um, commercials where they go, 80, 84% yeah. of the people agree, and then survey survey included like four people, and you're going, hang on, you need a, b- a bigger proportion of the population than that. Yeah. So... Okay. Th- yeah, um, yeah, it's not a very big proportion, but they did do scans like two years later... For the and of those eleven women hadn't had another um child and it hadn't okay. recovered um apart from in the hippocampus, which is the region associated with memory so when you're pregnant that you know women women lose a little bit of their hippocampus area, which is generally associated with memory um and then it goes forwards um but yeah. It's just, uh, just they just shrink during pregnancy. That was the that was my interesting fact Oakley. of the day. There's a lot of science. Oakley, totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that was my first interesting fact. I don't know how to do it. I didn't want to offend well, anybody. <laughs> I was already trying to say I've been tiptoeing around a little bit. Some of it. But like, I mean, like it's just, that was just my fact. My first fact. Uh, fact number two. Um, a man was cured uh, of deafness and blindness after being struck by lightning. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How's that even possible? So nineteen, so nineteen eighty, a sixty-two-year-old man, blinded in a traumatic accident, regained his sight after he was struck by lightning near his home. Doctors confirmed that Edwin Ian Robinson, a former truck driver, could see for the first time since he became blind as a result of a highway accident nine years ago. He was knocked to the ground by the lightning when he took shelter beneath a tree. Yeah. Don't do this, folks. If it's if there's a lightning storm around you, you lie on the ground away from any tall objects. Uh, in, in Portland... Um, it sounded like someone snapped a whip. The next thing I knew, I came to face down in the water at the foot of a tree. His wife said he was unconscious for 20 minutes. Um, he returned to his bedroom for a nap. Uh, and the lightning also broke his hearing aid. When I got up in the evening, I was sitting in the chair in the front room. I could see the plaque on the wall and I could see the clock, but the clock kept fading in and out. Um his sight isn't completely restored, but he can see straight in front of him, which he hasn't been able to do in nine years. So, yeah. Struck so, by lightning. You wouldn't have seen my expression, but I was trying to keep it together. Because <laughs> what makes me laugh about that story is he's struck by lightning. So he's probably had anywhere between thirty and 50,000 volts go through him. And by the way, it's yep. the amps that get you, not the volts. So he's had the thirty to 50,000 yes. volts go through him. He's been unconscious for 20 minutes, face down in a puddle by a tree. Wife comes along and goes, <laughs> why don't you go take a nap, dear? <laughs> but I've been struck by lightning. Do you think I should go to the hospital? Yeah. No, no. Take a nap. I'll put the kettle on, have a nice cup of tea, <laughs> and have a nap. Yeah, because that's exactly. what you do. If I got struck by lightning, I think, yeah. Do you know what? I need a nap. 
<laughs> That's usually what they tell you not to do in those types of situations, isn't it? When when you've had a really traumatic yeah, experience, if you go, I'm tired. I'm tired yeah, don't sleep. sleep. They're like, don't do that because yeah, you won't wake up. But he up. goes, ah, you know, they, they always, ah, I know what's happened there. The wife is trying to off him. <laughs> don't you think? I, no, have a nap. Yeah, but are you sure? No, no, have a nap. Oh, okay. Just sleep. Yeah, no, yeah, just that, sleep. Yeah, You'll be fine. You'll feel much better after a nap. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, they don't actually know the reason. Um, interestingly, the extra bonus thing he got from being uh, struck by lightning, uh, apparently it also cured his baldness. So his hair started growing oh, wow. back on his head. Okay, I thought you were going to say that like, you got a huge Absolutely long no idea how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Speaking of which, you are actually my fact number. Interesting fact number three: you are actually more like you have more chance of being struck by lightning than being attacked by a bear. Unless you're the bear whisperer. (laughs) You're the bear whisperer. I mean, though these facts are quite. I find these those facts quite weird. Where it's like you've got more chance of doing X and Y and Z, but I'm surely that depends on the circumstances. (laughs) If you if you right, if you work in a zoo, you're more likely to be mauled by a bear than you are to be. Or like, if you live in Canada, lightning. if you versus yeah, exactly. Or you know, you work on the the top of pylons in yeah. northern Canada yeah. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But the average odds of being struck by lightning is. What do you reckon? What. I think it's going to be surprisingly. I think it's going to be surprising odds. So I'd, I'm going to go for something like one in five hundred thousand. Oh, one in three hundred thousand. <laughs> Bring it on! Chances of being attacked by a bear. I think one. It's over a million. Yeah, one. Yep, one in one point three million. No, one in two point one million. Whoa. Okay. And what's more dangerous than both of them? And I've already mentioned the animal today. The tiny one. Virus. No, Cold. not quite that tiny. Bacteria. <laughs> um No. No, no, no. Rat. Mouse. No, before that. Before that. Little insect. Mosquito. Bee. Bee. Yeah, you're more likely to die from a bee. That's what I mean about my memory. uh, You said about bees' knees. Do you think I can dig that up from my memory? This is what I mean. It's like an exam situation, right? People listening to this must be thinking... I felt really grim. I could... could For those watching, you could see the panic in his eyes. It's like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? doing? Going back through the reel. I I don't have the file. I don't have the file. I can't play this back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Yeah, bees. But you've got to yeah, send me well, the file. <laughs> I need the file before you ask me a question like that. <laughs> okay, so oh, bees. Dear. Yeah, that makes sense. And if I, yeah, bees are dangerous. Shock. Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number four, I think this is. Yeah. If you keep going north, you will eventually go south. Well, yeah, that, but that's. That's like having an argument with flat earthers. <laughs> saying, do you know what? 
I'll go to the ends of the earth no. to prove you wrong. And then I think, oh, yeah, they'll come around eventually. Do you know what? I heard the best argument for, for somebody that convinced a flat earther that the earth wasn't flat. Do you know no. how they did that? So they said to the flat earther, they said, the earth isn't flat because if it was, by now, the government would have found a way to market it and sell it to us. Oh. <laughs> His his opinion was so low of the government and of capital greed that he changed his opinion on being it being a flat earth because he went, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. That that was the argument that Love convinced it. him the other way. And then my favorite my favorite videos are flat earthers trying to prove that the earth is flat and then doing the experiments and it's proven that the earth is obviously. I've seen a video of a pilot who's a flat earther. Mm. An airline pilot. It does beg questions. Mm. If I've, <laughs> you sort of think, do I really want this person in charge of this aircraft? How about no? I got <laughs> no, no, I do not. How about no? Because because mm. planes don't fly across the the earth just like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Sometimes they go like like that around the earth because mm. of the way that obviously because of um wind and other currents and it's like these interesting facts it's like for example um when you're when you're high enough and you reach that point of weightlessness it's because you're in perpetual freefall people don't Mm. realize that but you are in perpetual freefall and you can you can simulate that by yeah. diving a plane downwards at yeah. a specific speed and that's how they simulate anti-gravity things when you, and why you only get i think you get something like six minutes from the highest recorded point as, as much as that really wow, yes okay. it's a, it can be something okay. like that i'm not 100 percent sure but interestingly my bonus fact about the earth which i found out the other day um if the earth was the size of a bowling ball it would be and and it had all the mountains and stuff like that. It would be smoother than the bowling ball. No way. Everyone thinks the Earth would be really roughed, but when you think about it, the highest, the deepest point on Earth is Mariana's the, um, trench, is the yeah. Mariana Trench. Yeah, which is nine miles, I think. And then the highest point is Everest, um, yeah. Mount Everest. Yeah, which is something like. I think six miles or something like that. I, I could be completely off with those numbers, but um, the but then the Earth like circumference is so big in comparison to that that yeah, if a, if the Earth was shrunk to a bowling ball, it would be smoother than a bowling ball because of, despite the undulations in in the Earth's wow. crust. I had no idea. Wow! That was a wow! Wow! wow. wow. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, fact number five, which I knew before I found this, before um, this fact was actually um, given. There was a Japanese soldier found 29 yes. years after World War II had ended and he didn't yes. know that he'd ended. I knew that. Um, his yeah. name, yeah, his name was uh, Hiro Inoda um, and he was out in the Philippines um, and basically the, the Emperor Shawara in 1974 basically said to him, well, that's really late. Uh, no, the emperor at the time basically said no surrender, right? And you know, the Japanese were quite, you know, in their beliefs with the samurai and, and a, a bits and pieces like that. Um, so he didn't. 
um, landed on the army uh, on the island, and every attempt wants the um, uh, every every attempt that they took to try and bring him back home, dropping leaflets, sending people out there, and stuff like that. He didn't believe them. He thought it was somebody Incredible. making up. So yeah, he ended up being uh, like uh, in the forest of the Philippine Islands for like twenty nine years. Um, he was found by a um, like a go getter. I can never remember his name from the from the book, but it was found. And do you, do you know because people couldn't find him? Like they, you know, they were guerrilla warfare type people, so they were they were hidden. And he was found by this person that just went in and was you know and just yelled his name, <laughs> just like trying to find him. Fellow Japanese person that that said that they wanted to go and find the um, Sasquatch. <laughs> Sasquatch. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. This person okay. was a bit of a hippie for that po- that thing, um, and the reason I know it is from a book called "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F- Okay," and it goes on to explain that Hiro Onoda was happier fighting for his belief in the um, in the Philippine jungle than when he was uh, back in modern day Japan, nineteen seventy four Japan. Um, because he felt like Japan had become like westernized and things like that. Um, and he felt that it was, you know, he didn't feel comfortable. Um, and, and the, and the book kind of uses it as an example to kind of say, Hey, if you believe in something, if you're willing to suffer for something, you yeah. can still be happy. Even if to other people, it looks mental. Now that aspect of that, I didn't know. So I knew this, the, the base story, which yeah. is that the, this person had, yeah, basically dug in for 29 years and didn't realise. But yeah, that that's really interesting. And I suppose that would have been quite... I mean, they should make a documentary about that. That would be, that'd be quite interesting. Take somebody that goes oh, to, back to Tokyo. Can you imagine? 29 years later, they'd be like, what the actual fringe? Yeah. So much it change. Fringe. It's almost yeah. like they've been freeze-dried mm. for 29 years and then mm. just brought... You might as well just, yeah have been cryogenically frozen for 29 years and then taken back to a city that would have changed be literally beyond recognition. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. And and he said, that, you know, that they sort of said it's not so much like um, the, how to call it, not so much the, uh, like the technology and stuff, like you would have got used to, but he sort of said it was all around the, um, like the, the the way people's attitudes yeah, yeah. right you know it's it's the standard thing like everybody sort of goes oh the young don't want to work anymore which i watched a video the other day and it was they went back to 1886 and there was the same phrase the young no longer want to work the young no longer want to work it's the same phrase the whole way through but beside that he you know that was his belief that they'd forgotten the principles of being japanese they'd forgotten those like stuff in like yeah. 1945 and you know difference from 1945 to 1974 is a big difference huge huge um but yeah he um yeah he was the lone survivor well uh the person the last three of them the 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 third person the first person he actually just left and went the second person died and this per- and uh hero Inota ended up being um incredible the only survivor Interesting. Right, so we'll go back onto like uh, tigers. Bread. 
Tigers, yeah, tigers have false eyes on the back of their ears. <laughs> okay. I get, I get, and I get that's, why. That's I, I get why, but I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, if you look at the back of a tiger's ears, it's quite patterned into like eye shaped. Um, and yeah, it's exactly to deter. It's to deter other predators from attacking the tiger because it thinks that it's actually still looking at. So, them. in the tiger world, where you've got like all the little tiger cubs going, "Ah, oh, mum, mum." Look at me! Look what I'm doing! I haven't got eyes in the back of my head. Well, I, I kind of have. I have, but I haven't. But you know what I mean. Ah. Stop badgering me. Mm, badgers. That is genius. <laughs> that was a genius one. The reason why I went mm, badgers is because I imagine they'd quite like to eat badgers, wouldn't they? Be quite a nice meal for a tiger. Badgers. The chances Probably. of a tiger coming across a badger. I don't think they're, no, they're not. To the same country. But if you had to feed a tiger a badger, I think they'd quite appreciate that. Anyway. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure a tiger is particularly I don't think fussed. Uh, bothered by which type of bad which yeah. type of meat they have. I can't I can't meat. picture tigers <laughs> talking about, you know, cutting crusts of bread or anything like that. <laughs> or whether <well, laughs> it's got a loaf named after it. It's really annoyed. Those damn Sainsbury's, they've renamed it so that I've got the delivery of the giraffe. What have the giraffes ever done for us? I even have my own cereal. This is an outrage. I'm going to pen a strongly worded letter to Sainsbury's. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, my next two facts are both, um, are both also animal facts. Um Lobsters pee from their face and their bladder is located <laughs> under their brain. They're not the only ones. <laughs> okay. That's Here's it. another That's fact. That I've got on that one. By the way, uh... if, if you could speak lobster speak, right, they're actually quite leery because they give it all that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. This just getting worse. Oh, dear. Apparently, they use they basically lack vocal cords, so they they urinate to communicate, particularly when they're fighting or mating. It takes a whole different level to that. It's a good job we don't have any lobster actors uh, or actresses. Yeah, and my next my next one is 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 not that is not much better. But um, male peacocks fake sex sex noises to attract peahens. <laughs> so you must have heard a peacock. Like, I have. It's I have. It's, you never heard. It's quite yeah. freaky. Yeah, it's quite oh. a freaky noise. Apparently, that is that is a noise. That like freaky in a you wouldn't approve uh, of well, in a movie. I was going to say, <laughs> not like get your freak on. I mean, like freaky, freaky. Okay. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, but that's apparently okay. what that noise is. <laughs> Fair enough. Disappointing. Um, this one's brilliant. I think this one, this one's really good. Uh, a man wants to try, once tried to rob a bank after paying five five hundred dollars to a wizard to make him invisible. <laughs> I know this one. <coughs> this is hilarious. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, a man, a man in Iran. He made the mistake of trusting a fake sorcerer who convinced him that he was invisible and could rob a bank safely. The man explained to the court that he had paid 
5 million riles, is that R-A-R-I-A-L-S? So just under 290 quid. Reals, reals. This is an old article. If 290 quid is $500, because 290 quid is not $500 (laughs) these days, I can tell you. To a wizard imposter who in return gave him a set of spells to tie to his arm. That's right. The fakes also explained to him that the spells would make him invisible and that he, that he and that he could rob he could then rob banks all he wanted. Oh, I'm not I'm Ron Burgundy today. I'm failing on that. The man's ill-fated attempt to rob the bank started to go wrong after he entered the bank and started randomly snatching <laughs> money from the hands of customers before they decided to act quickly and overpower the thief. The man told the court, "I made a mistake. I understand now what a trick what a big trick was played on me. Clearly not the sharpest tool in the box. No. Everything. I laughed out loud when I read that. When I first read that. Because <laughs> I've just got visions of this person just confidently walking in, going, ah, they can't see me. And the next thing you know, you're on the floor with a gun to your head. Being cuffed. <laughs> yeah. In handcuffs. What happened? what happened? How did you see me? And then my last one. You're right. I keep you up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Blimey, I've I've just been hit by that post PT session. That's what it is. Um, cryptophasia is a language that only twins can understand. So there is a known phenomenon of a language developed by twins, identical or fraternal, that only the two children can understand. Oh, God. Um, and it's reported that up to 50% of young twins will have their own twin language, which they use to communicate only with each other and cannot be understood by others. What the actual fringe? Most of it is expressions, um, but for the greatest part of words from the adult language adapted to constrained... Oh, my God, that's a bit wordy. I'm not going to read all of that out. But, yeah, basically, um, t- there is a there is a scientific study that... About 50% of twins have the ability to understand each other without others understanding how they're communicating with it's each incredible. other. Um, so, yeah. I don't actually think I know any twins. I went to school with twins that literally from the age of 12 to 18, hmm. even though I'd known, even though I could tell them apart, and even though I hmm. I knew them, really well i still on the odd occasion made a mistake and would go mark oh no sorry <laughs> you're glenn <laughs> it was incredible <laughs> i mean i you could tell them part but but only just and i know two people yeah. at the place that we work at which you're gonna have to bleep one all one all who are you <laughs> you're a <laughs> you are <laughs> you are <laughs> one all <laughs> right so um but they were they were consultants. Actually, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. Right. No, 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 no. I, I, there are some in there are some in our country. Yeah, there are. There are. There are. They're just yeah, twins, twins yeah, everywhere. Okay. <clears throat> Look, there's, <laughs> there's one over there. Don't you mean two? Yes, that's what I meant. They come in pairs. <laughs> I count them as one. I'll get me Kate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I have to admit, when I read this one, I was a bit like, I've seen the, I've seen the videos where they get like twins to do stuff, and they'll be like, 
right, pick up a block and and it'll be like the red block and then the other twin would pick up the Incredible. red block as well and then they both pick up the yellow block. And then, well, I've seen <laughs> those types of things. But I didn't realize that they often had the same language. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's... it's but the, then the other one that comes to mind, have you seen the Big Bang Theory? Uh, odd episode here and there. I haven't seen all of them. Yeah, odd episodes. So there's an episode where um, Sheldon and... Um... Oh, <laughs> Crumbs. What's his name? Um, other main character. Group. <laughs> you've got Howard, you've got Raj, and I can't think of the other... Leonard. No, Leonard, that's it. God dang, why did I... that escape me? But they speak, they start speaking in... Um, Star oh, Klingon. Trek language. Uh, Klingon. They start speaking a Klingon, and then Amy and Penny start talking in what they call Ubby Dubby, which is you put up uh, after every vowel in the word, and you listen. Obviously, put subtitles on, um, and they're having an argument. Like they're talking to each other in their languages that they understand, and then they have an argument in English between each other. Um, and I always, I've always wanted. I've always wanted to learn or another Klingon. language. And well, whether it be Cleon or, you know, we spoke about Game of Thrones, you oh, can yes. learn um the, the the language from that. That's on uh certain language websites. But I've always wanted to learn another language and then not tell people that I could speak that other language. <laughs> Love it. And yeah, but then what's the point? <laughs> Well, until they oh, start then, speaking that language, oh, and I was going to say, oh, you, you, you just <laughs> yeah. like listening to the conversation, and then every now and again go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and think, oh, does he, does he hang about? Does he understand yeah. what? Or look really offended. It's always <laughs> but we finally managed to do Woo! interesting facts. Right, I'm yes. conscious of time. Probably skip the last bit because we. It's, it's May. We don't need to do the improvement. No. Our health Talking of improving the health, I, I'm actually in a bit of pain now because of my back because I've been sitting for a while. So um, I'm going to have to go and do some stretching. So there you go. Have you got a I've got no, well, no, but for podcast for the podcast, I have to sit down. Yeah. So oh, okay. because I've got to I've got to screw this onto the desk. I can't do it on the standing ah, desk. Okay. So yeah, it's just the, the setup. That's fine. We'll we'll have a just less than a two hour sharp podcast. Then we'll save. Well, let's do the topical events very quickly. Yeah, I let's saw this last thought, minute topical what? event. I don't even know what this is about because <laughs> I know it will annoy you. I know it's annoying. So, very quick topical event. Did so. Twitter have officially removed um, the tick. The oh, that tick. <laughs> like you can only have the blue tick if you pay for it now. <sighs> so. For example, uh, like if I think of names that have lost it, Lewis Hamilton's lost his blue tick. Uh, Hillary uh, Hillary Clinton's lost her blue tick. Uh, like all of the Formula One teams, because those are the only ones that I really follow. But and loads of celebrities and other people have lost it, which means that people have then dived on, paid their six pound or whatever it is, and created another account that's identical, and use their blue tick verification so that's the current mess that twitter is currently in what an absolute <laughs> show <laughs> oh, <laughs> just i saw him they would he came up he popped up my favorite person he just popped up <laughs> just on popped some up. they, they were showing a clip of something and they were, they were talking about uh musk and and he was posing for the cameras so he was sort of going 
and doing like silly expressions and with his thumbs up and things. And I thought, honestly, if I just don't want to see him <laughs> ever again, I don't want to hear his name. I, I just, I, I just want a a musk free life. I just want to live a musk free life. What I can't, what I can't understand is how Twitter has not just done. No, I know. I, after all, it's been through in the last what six months? Is it? Nah, was it longer than that? No, less than that. Hmm, might even be less than that. It was only November, and we're only in April. So yeah, so roughly. Six months. Yeah. Yeah, five, six months. Yeah, incredible. But I suppose there isn't a competitor, is there? There isn't somebody that they could do to switch. No, not really, not directly. But then, to be honest with you, this is where it all gets a bit hazy for me. Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. What's the point of all of it anyway? (laughs) I'm not going to go off on a rant about anything because one of them is, is that's my... So when we do our next Room 101... Oh, trust me. <laughs> trust me. We can go into oh. social media by the sound. Yeah, of it. there is. Well, it's what? it's what people do on social media. See, what's interesting is it's like that whole thing of um, it, it's it's what it's what brings what social media does, the behaviours it drives, and and what it brings out in people, and it's the it's the people. They, you get it it, you get rational people. people doing stuff on social media that you just go why are you doing this you're an adult you're an <laughs> adult sort that <laughs> out and, but like i say I'll save that one just take some deep breaths save that, for the next that one. one but it is a very it good is. segue to say that for all of the guests that are currently planned so for kind of promotion for our next few podcasts we have a guest on every single podcast apart from one between now and january next year fantastic so we're very excited we're gonna have some great guests but to our guests who are coming on who hopefully will actually watch this but we'll message you before um you need to come up with an item to go into room 101 um, and you'll need to make sure that you've got your food opinions <laughs> and elements ready, which despite being a general thing, it seems that food is about the only thing that's consistent oh, on our life. podcast. I think it's fair. I mean, the yeah, friend I was telling you about who, who, uh, we agree on the, the second item. We vehemently agree on the second yes. item that went, that goes into the went into room one Oh one. We also, every time we chat, we end up talking about food. <laughs> everything literally everything just goes back <laughs> to food and and you know, when we were talking she said you know and i said to her, said everything everything is it's about food mm. food is life food is life food is life absolutely is life so make sure you've got the stuff for room 101 you thought you got away with it jerry oh, what is your final thoughts this is really actually really embarrassing because <laughs> it doesn't have to be poignant though does it no no it's just what's your final thoughts what have you taken I'll away tell you from what i've taken away from this podcast i've taken a one all draw one all one all one all who are you who are you I have written down, by the way, I've written down the, the, the time scale. I've written down 
at some point we will do the best of football. Yes. And at some point we will have to discuss the, the idiom. <laughs> so there is some content on the fly. I love it. Yeah. On the, on the fly. We're, we're, we're on it. We're on it. We're on it. On it. Your final thoughts? You can't be that yeah, on me. On. My final thoughts. My final thoughts are this has been great fun. I love this. We, we, we always love this, these podcasts. I think Room 101 was, a, was oh, an interesting addition. Uh, we will, but you're going to have to come up with a Room 102. Yes, I do. I well. need to get my thinking cap on. <laughs> God, I've got endless list of 101. I need to start building up a backlog for 102. <laughs> We're distinct and jovial. We've you got to look, look at the jovial side of things. Yeah, I agree. Um, we always we always do all of this with a pinch of salt. Royal Mail <laughs> does normally deliver my post. They do fail quite often at it, but yeah, eh, what are you going to do? Um, toasters that don't fit bread in, like just doesn't toasters. So, thank you very much for watching, for listening, for just uh, sending your opinions, your comments, whatever you wanted to send uh, in. I I love them. I send. The ones I get to me, I send to Jerry, and Jerry does the same. So we we often discuss them, um, and it, it gives us more ideas and more ways to bring out the conversation from other people and wind you up. Um, have a wonderful month. We'll catch you all on the next one. Bye.